Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance. Hello, everybody. For you guys and some of you gals that have ever imagined what would it be like to live with a stripper, I got a story for you. So, way back when I was in grudge school, that's right, I have a grudge with degree, which somehow, egotistically, makes me superior to people that do not have a grudge degree, and those that have neither a grudge degree or undergrad degree, I call them hired mons. Anyway, there was a landlady, and the landlady had a corner bedroom in a ranch-style house that was in avocado shag carpet, still even in the 1980s. And in one of the rooms was her lovely daughter. Her lovely daughter happened to be the most popular, biggest attraction stripper in the entire region. She was so popular that the club would be filled when she was working, and the back wall of this club was a big poster of her uh, dancing. What did she look like, you say? Well, she was about 5'1", 5'2", maybe 105 pounds, uh, augmented breastials that were perfect. Uh, She had long, curly, light blonde hair, sky blue, blue eyes, very smooth skin that uh, was quite fair, and perfectly straight white teeth. An ideal, really. On the other hand, though, she kind of talked like this, you know, which sort of breaks the illusion. But back to the story. I'd be sitting at my desk in my bedroom in the early evening after my landlady had gone to sleep. All of a sudden, I'd hear this light knock, and I'd hear, Hey, Lance! And I'd look to my left, and there she was completely nude, except for those plexiglass-like, completely see-through stripper heels. You know, six-inch, wedgie, etc. And she says, yeah, um, so I just got these, and what do you think of them, huh? Pretty hot, huh? Yeah. And I go, well, I don't know if I'd be wearing those while I was changing oil on the truck, if I were you. She'd go, uh-huh, 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 and she'd turn around and walk off. Now, this was a game that she played with me. We didn't date. She wasn't my girlfriend, but it's a game she would try. Other times, at night, the lights are off. I'm walking up the hallway towards the restroom. She'd be walking back from it and completely nude. And she'd look at me, and she'd do the flirty eye thing on purpose, and then I would go, Get out of my way, and she would go belch in my face and laugh. <laughs> now, let's talk about at the strip club who is smarter? The guys and some gals that are tipping the uh, entertainment or the ones that are working there as the entertainment? Well, I can tell you the answer is uh, the dancers. Why is that? Well, think about it. They come out on stage. They're completely protected. They usually have, like, you know, giant Samoan-like bodyguards around them, so no touchy. And they do this. Look at this body part. And the guy's like, oh, oh, oh here's a dollar. <laughs> and then they go, well, look at that body part. And like, oh, oh, here's another dollar. And then they go, well, look at the same body parts from a different angle. And they go, oh, oh, I'm going to tip two dollars now. <laughs> and in between dancing, often they would cocktail. 
So what was it like on an actual night when I was there visiting her when she was cocktailing? Why was I visiting her? Because of a story that I will get to in a minute. But I was visiting her with uh, a man she was uh, dating and who she would later marry. So she has the tray in her hand, and she sees this fella sitting there by himself, an older fella, round face, bald, um, you know. And she says out of the side of her mouth, watch me go get $5 off of that guy. (laughs) And so she walks over and, you know, throws the napkin down and says, oh, hi, honey. Um," uh, Her voice wasn't that bad. Okay, okay, I'm exaggerating it like crazy. Hi, honey. Um, you you just giving the ladies a break and coming here by yourself tonight, <laughs> right? And and she'd be like, oh. And of course, he'd turn and he would give her a five dollar tip in her garter. Oh, that's so sweet. Okay, your drink will be up soon. She'd walk over to the bar, put in the drink, and she'd smile at him and wink, and then turn to us and out of the side of her mouth say, ah. Uh, what a dick. He's probably cheating on his wife. I saw a wedding ring over there. Ah, geez. And then she'd smile at him again. Now, she had a fun personality. <laughs> she really did. And she was not the typical cliche stripper, okay? For one thing, she exercised very regularly. She was really particular on her diet and vitamins. She stayed away from any kind of activities that any other girls would engage in. With her, it was all business savvy. Really, it was. She was good at that. (laughs) Now, let's talk about the man she was with who she would later marry. I say to my friend, also who I met in grad school, who was lonely and, you know, looking, I said, you know, I know somebody that I think you might like. And he's like, oh, yeah, who? And I said, my landlady's daughter. And he's like, uh, no, now think about it. If you say my landlady's daughter or you're like your mom tries to fix you up, it's always a disaster, right? And of course, my landlady was a nice lady and I found she was fun and interesting and very quirky in a lot of ways. But she was, uh, shall we say, a lady of larger carriage, uh, sporting the lumpy, kind of slightly angular, uneven Uh, white Q-tip perm that she got at the barber college because she wasn't going to spend more than five bucks on a haircut, a do, as they used to say. You know, it's the lumpy Q-tip perm where a woman says, that's it, I'm never having sex again, screw it, I'm just going to have the efficiency look, and I'm not wearing makeup anymore. Um, She had uh, cattywampus glasses, kind of, and she kind of had a voice like this. And uh, she was a thief a lot of times. So, understandably, he was like, well, no, I don't think so. Uh, I'm like, you sure? Well, yeah, I'm going to pass. And I'm like, okay. So my friend was feeling a mite low. And I said, you know what will pick you up? <laughs> Let's go to a club I know. And he's like, oh, okay. Was it the club that Lucy and Ethel were trying to get into? Remember, like, Lucy and Ethel were trying to sneak into the club. No, not that kind of club. <laughs> Could you imagine Lucy and Ethel as strippers <laughs> at a strip club? Uh, I don't know about Lucy, but maybe uh, maybe I'd have an eye for Ethel, you know. <coughs> Meanwhile, we go to the club where said landlady's daughter is a dancer. 
And we're sitting there. Um, she eventually comes out on the stage and I say, what do you think of that one? She's like, oh man, oh man, oh man. She is freaking hot. Holy cow. It was almost like the cartoon, you know, kind of horn that went off. And I said, oh really? Uh, so was that the kind of, uh, woman that you might be interested in meeting is like, oh hell yes. And I said, oh, okay. Because something you might want to know about her is she was the one you rejected because that is my landlady's daughter. And he's like, no, no way, no freaking way, no way, no freaking way. And I go, way, dude, totally way. And I said, tell you what I'll do. I'll set this up. Uh, maybe you'll, you'll come over one night and um, we'll make it happen more organically so that later maybe it'll happen orgasmically. Daddy agreed, readily freaking agreed. <laughs> so the day came and he comes over and he casually has a drink with me and the landlady and, you know, in the kitchen. Time starts getting late and he's like, well, so, uh, and kind of, you know, whispering to me, so what time, what, what time is she supposed to be here? And I go, she was supposed to be home by about six o'clock and now it's seven. And he goes, I, I, I got to leave. I, I, I got to early up tomorrow. And I said, all right, well, we'll figure it out then for another time. He gets up and walks to the front door of the house. And just as he opens the front door, it's like mystery date. That old game where it's like, mystery date, are you ready for your mystery date? And it's like, you know, open the door. It's like, you know, will he be a prince? Aha! Or a dud? Oh! Uh, well, he opens the door and there she is, standing there, just about to open the door herself looking for her keys, and their eyes meet, and I'm telling you, lightning bolts, cartoon lightning bolts. I could, I, I witnessed the moment, and instant attraction, instant connection. It was wonderful to see, frankly, and those are the kind of relationships that last, by the way. Um, usually the ones where people, like, they've been going together for, you know, years, and they've been engaged for, like, 1,200 months. Uh, those never work out. The ones where people somehow, out of the blue, recognize something in each other and it's different than anything they've ever recognized those are the ones that seem to last forever and that's actually what happened with them by the way uh, they have been happily together for now decades and decades eventually that good thing if you will came to an end and you would expect you know they go those sinners you sinners out there you shall not reap the rewards uh, but as they continued their uh, journey, oh my God, my journey together over all these years, they've not only been happy, but they are now multi-millionaires. <laughs> Put that in your judgy, judgy, judgy chalice. Of course, that's not my only acquaintance with strippers or stripper. I did use what I learned from that to understand all the ways they try to manipulate you, the way they act, what they say, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to my advantage, if you will. So let's go some years forward. Some years forward, there was a popular uh, bar restaurant and they had a dance club uh, later on in the evening. And there was a particular um, dancer, an exotic dancer. Oh, I'll bet it was exotic. I'm not so sure what was exotic about it, but it was certainly athletic. <laughs> what with the pole and, you know, the gyrating and the climbing and, and the upside downing and all that, you know, the yoga positions. <laughs> Let me tell you, 
<laughs> That'll get your namaste going. So there was this very popular, very, very, the most popular one there. And again, I won't give you her real name, but she had a name like Passion. You do have to have a plosive in the microphone. We go, Passion. <laughs> well, here's what I did. I would go over there after work in the very early evening when they'd first be setting up where the crew would be uh, showing up and, and all that. And I would sit in a, a booth or at a table, depending on whatever was available, and I would order uh, maybe some coffee and, uh, and something to eat. And I wouldn't talk to anybody. And I would, I'd have something to eat, and uh, then I would just leave. Well, after a while, the wait staff, including Passion, would see me there and would come over. And it's, again, it's not busy. Nobody's really there. And they get curious. And after a while, she's like, so I see you come in here a couple times a week and you don't stay for the show. And I go, no, no, I don't. And she goes, so, I mean, like, what are you doing? Oh, I work down the street, you know. Uh, I didn't really work down the street. But I work down the street and um, I just wanted to come in here just to decompress after a busy day. And she says, so what do you do? And, of course, there you go. Now the curious kitty is involved. And she wants to know what I do. And then over time, I find out that she's a college student and she also has another part-time job. And, of course, I'm going to be pretty wary of the sugar daddy thing. But she didn't really go there. And we just chatted from time to time. We'd, would she come over? And then she would tell me about her hobbies and her life because I'd ask questions and all that. Just treat her like a person, you know. And this went on for uh, several months. Then one night... I was at a popular club with some friends of mine, and who comes walking in? Passion. Passion is in the room. <laughs> Passion in the house. And I look at her, and she is wearing a leopard print, like micro mini uh, skirt top thing, plus stripper heels, almost stripper heels. They were like them, but not quite. And she was done to the nines, okay? And she looks straight at me and comes walking over. And uh, immediately there is reaction, right? <laughs> and I say to her, well, hey, how you doing? You want to join us for a minute? These are my friends. I introduce them. And, you know, from that point forward, we had a nice relationship. She was actually a lonely woman who uh, had a, a ambition and wanted to make her life better for herself. And so as the holidays are approaching now, just remember, strippers aren't fantasy stockings for your stuffer. They're real people, too. And they'd appreciate being treated as such. And a generous tip. 